At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, good morning as we say, what's up? Week 8 college football, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi has transformed into a handsome Indian man as we say, <laughs> as we say good morning to Amal Shaw. As we're past the midway point in college football, conference races tighten up, final four playoff scenarios start to take shape. And with that, it's cracking them all. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> we were just I, talking about betting on some European soccer, so that's why, yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I know you and Femi were talking about it's not exactly an electric slate of college football today, but we can make some cash. Yeah, absolutely. There's always an opportunity to do that. Now, you mentioned the soccer reference, and we'll get back to the football. Yes, I, I could tell you right now, I should give some soccer plays. That's an auto-fade. I, I can't win. I just, you know, I just, I'm a big soccer guy, as you know, but mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, no chance of winning. Later, Femi. There goes Femi. Did a great job every morning, of course, before us here Saturday and Sunday. By the way, um, subterfuge. I used that word before the show started because I'm curious. Matt Corral, who is one of your Heisman favorites, he's going to play today, correct? As This is Lane doing what Lane does. Michael brought up a great point with LSU and Ole Miss today. He feels like Lane is auditioning for that job as Ed O is a lame duck. But Corral, who ran the ball 30 times for almost 200 yards in Knoxville last week, he's going to play. He, he, I think he's going to play, but uh, he's, he is a little bit banged up. Uh, to me, this is a few too many points. I think this Ole Miss defense leaves a lot to be desired. If Eric Milton actually knew one time how to get to the end zone when he was in Ann Arbor, he might have thrown the ball into the end zone. See, it's early. 
And no, already, I did this on no, purpose because I knew you were coming is, on. This, but do you realize the Great Lakes State has two undefeated teams? You've heard of Sparty Party, right? Michigan State. You've heard of Michigan, right? You've been to the big house. I saw the picture of you sleeping with Derek Stevens. Okay, you've been there. You understand the two undefeated teams of the eight that remain in FBS reside in the great state of Michigan. Well, since you're going to go that route, let's talk about something realistic. Which team with a pulse have they played? That Washington matchup. Washington's uh, opponents right now are 2-18 and 18 on the season. We'll find out how good Michigan is in a few weeks. And Michigan State, give them credit. Uh, Kenneth Walker's been the difference for this football he's team. He's been tremendous. He, he, to me, he should get to New York City just based on what he's been able to do. Probably the second best running back in college football so far this year behind Bijan Robinson. Uh, to, you know, you referenced this Ole Miss game, though. I expect them to be able to win the game, but I have some concerns about their defense. LSU should be able to run the ball. Also, uh, with Max Johnson throwing the ball at times, they should be effective. And, you know, I think uh, Lane Train would be a great hire for LSU. Think about this. This is a program with three national titles, with three different coaches in 19 seasons. One of the best, in my opinion, the second best per capita recruiting base in the oh, country. The Put a fence and, around the state. Absolutely. Georgia's a little bit ahead, in my opinion. Totally agree. And, and then LSU, excuse me, Louisiana, as a state per capita, second best in the country. You and me are simpatico. When Kirby took that job at Georgia. First off, Athens is such a gorgeous campus, but when he took that job, I'm like, put a fence around the state because South Carolina had started to to get in there and take some recruits when Spurrier was there. If you put a, if you put a fence up around Louisiana, the bayou, and you go to Georgia and put a fence up, you're going to win games. And you mentioned that Ole Miss defense as we take a look. Oxford today, Ole Miss lane, eight with LSU in town, 76 and a half. Good defense. Uh, you mentioned the Ole Miss. They're giving up almost 200 Yards on the ground, and Davis Price got off last week against Florida. I expect the same to continue. LSU's banged up. Look, Ed O's a freak. Okay, Coach O is a freak. Read the stories. And he's not a very good in-game coach, but he's recruited his ass off, and he's dealt with a ton of injuries this year. I I already tell you right now, I said this earlier today. I said once Ed O leaves Louisiana State University, he's my first guy to hire as a recruiting coordinator. He's a top five recruiter. And you know what would be really the great thing, and it won't happen, but remember, Lane and Ed O were on the same staff together at USC. If Ed O was kind of willing to swallow his pride, and if Lane Kiffin becomes the head coach here, become the recruiting coordinator, now all of a sudden you can really challenge Nick Saban and the dominance. Such a great point. I I mean, look, you're going to get $16 million. I mean, the only person you should be angry at is Willie Taggart making more money from Florida State. I want to put a hit out on both (laughs) of these guys. Willie Taggart was quite a hire in Tallahassee. You... Ask Pete Carroll what he thinks of Coach O. They made, he was the highest paid assistant at the time because of his recruiting abilities, and then he flipped that, ironically, to Ole Miss, where he was a disaster as a head coach. Patrick, you brought up a great point about Coach O at uh, USC. You don't actually have to be able to coach. Uh, Les Miles and Orgeron have proven that. You just have to be able to recruit. Just go get Jamar Chase. Go get in a transfer like Joe Burrow. 12 other guys that get drafted off of that team, and you can win a national championship. And it's the same thing we've seen. And that area, for people that are unaware, think about this, the Miami Hurricanes team. Two two guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame from Louisiana. Reggie Wayne and one of the great safeties in the history of the NFL, Ed Reed, both from the New Orleans area. That is a hotbed of talent there. Just to put a fence around that, you will win championships, and you can contend with Nick Saban and Al. Alabama. You've been to Death Valley? You've been to a game there at LSU? I have, and I'll tell you what, that's not a stadium I want to go back to anytime soon. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot of stadiums in the SEC too high for me from a just from a stance perspective. It, it is like... Oh, oh, you mean just like the actual to, topography of it? No, no, no. I'm talking about when you're in that stadium, it is steep. Oh, so you're a scaredy cat. I'm not scared. I just want well, to be able I mean, to... low-key scared. 
No, I'm not scared. I, listen, if I were scared, I admit it. I would admit that immediately. The thing is, when you're walking on those steps, it's like the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium, man. They, these are ancient stadiums. There's not a lot of step there. I got, I got pretty big feet. I got to be able to step down. I don't want to take. A, I don't want to go down taking a header. First big feet reference of the show, as we <laughs> and the last, and the last. <laughs> but I do. Eight feels heavy. Eight feels heavy today in Oxford. Eight right now, a 76-and-a-half total. Again, this is an LSU team coming off, what were they, 14-point dogs at home, beat Florida straight up on the field. I, we, we can't get into the conversation about Dan Mullen, but we can discuss this game where eight feels heavy. Do you agree? I, I do. I think LSU here, this is a few too many points. Last year was a 53-48 game between these two teams. 101 points scored, tight competitive game. And, you know, you referenced that O, and I think the affinity that these players have for him, you saw it on the field last week against Florida. They... They felt what was around that program. It was palpable, the atmosphere in terms of Edo being pushed out. If you have not heard the Edo Coaches Show last week, one of the great lines of all time, go back and listen to that clip. You can find it on social media anywhere. Uh, they talked about some a, a guy called into Edo. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking, <laughs> talking about. about. It was one of the great lines of all time. And I respect <laughs> Edo because he basically threatened to bury the guy in a hole. That's why I, I like him. Close your eyes and hear Coach O. It's a cookie monster. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's a good analogy. <laughs> All right, so eight teams undefeated. Uh, we have to discuss the team in Ohio that matters. Cincinnati. By the way, you, better, you better use that line and save that for the rest of your life, buddy. They're beating teams by 29. They're coming off a 35-point win at UCF in Week 7. They are a team that isn't going to make the Final Four. They only make the Final Four with one, uh, one thing. They need major chaos in the Big Ten East, and they need... Oklahoma State to lose twice and then beat Oklahoma or in a rematch in the Big 12 championship game, something like that. Um, the realistic scenario for them is they need Alabama to lose to Georgia. That's right. That's exact. That's it. Because the SEC is getting two teams in. Yeah. I mean, we, it, it's all set up for Atlanta and Alabama to beat up Georgia, which at this point, it may be a stretch, but Alabama beats Georgia. They're getting two teams in. There's no question about that. And by the way, the, the SEC East is Georgia's going to roll. They don't play anybody the rest of the year. They don't play anybody. They, they, now, Florida, remember last year, beat them, but this is not the same Florida team as we know, and this Georgia team is far better than anyone we've seen in a number of years for them especially. I have a question for you. Can Georgia score enough points to knock off Alabama, assuming both teams get their healthy as they are currently uh, assembled? You know he's going to go two quarterbacks, too. Well, I actually said you Kirby's going to go two quarterbacks the rest of the way, I believe, even when JT Daniels is healthy. By the way, can you? No, and they can't score enough. They can't score but enough. But their That's... defense is one of the dumbest, most talented. He may have. Did, wait, did you say dumbest? Like dumb talented. Oh, okay, gotcha. Nine five stars on the defense. Come on, Amal. Sorry. They, no, they, what Kirby's done recruiting-wise, and it's a great point that you made at the onset of the show, essentially just keeping them in state and then dipping and getting big tickets out. He, what they do defensively is on another level. They're unbelievable. This so far is the best defense I've seen since Alabama in 2011. Good one. Alabama in 2011 gave up 21 points to Georgia Southern. Everyone else, they held under 14 points that year. This team is even better in terms of a pace. Now, the one counter I would give you against Georgia so far, outside of K.J. Jefferson and maybe Bo Nix, and even that's questionable, had they really played an offense that you would consider an upper echelon offense? No. No. Georgia? Excuse me. No. Because I'm not putting... I'm not putting Arkansas even near yeah. that conversation. 
Uh, no. So I would say no. I, Alabama's going to beat them. And that's, the, that's the problem I have with Cincinnati. And by the way, Cincinnati today, if you take a look, what's the number right now? I don't want to get it wrong. Cincinnati, you take a look. Good job, Matt. Uh, 29 at Navy. How about all three service academies playing undefeated teams today? I was looking this up a little bit earlier today. Cincinnati at Navy, as yep. we just discussed, Navy's terrible. Um, and then you take a look, San Diego State and Air at Force. Air Force. Air Force is good, by the way. They Very just good. beat Boise on I, the road. I have two plays on these games today. You do? Yeah, I've got the Wake Forest game over against Army. I think Hartman and company are going to move the ball up and down the field, but I also don't think they're going to slow down the Army offense. I love the service academies for two reasons. Patrick, they never beat themselves with dumb penalties. So I watched the Arizona game last night, and a guy You're from, totally a service academy type of guy. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. He's very regimented. <laughs> yeah, very, very rules and organizationally based. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you're good. You. Um, <laughs> I love that analogy. I'm going to give you full credit for that one. Thank you. Um, but when you look at them, they're not going to beat themselves with dumb penalties. That's why I respect Alabama. They never beat themselves with taunting or stupid penalties that's one thing you get out of the service academies the other thing is they these three programs use the fourth down to their advantage better than any other offenses in college football outside of right now in the nfl the way staley's gambling on every fourth down like whoa, he's whoa, other... whoa, whoa. what did brandon stan what, what's he do what did he do to be how was he a part of this conversation i just why well, he's just a gambler on fourth down you like it though i Time scoring situation. Douglas MacArthur hanging out on the show this morning. <laughs> Mr. Service. Mr. 100% like the reference. Service, who brought George Patton to the I was going to say, can we get the a, Patton reference on George C. Scott? Hey, by the way, can you imagine Wake, who's undefeated? Pro who's the best team in the ACC? Pittsburgh. Don't answer it. Pittsburgh. Sorry. Kenny Pickett, your boy. Why do they play at Heinz Field? Can you imagine Wake with Kenneth Walker this year? Woo! Can you imagine he transferred from Wake, obviously, to Michigan State? We continue. I'm all sitting in for Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi Line, Week 8 College Football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, so it's Express Bet. You know my man Jeff Siegel. He's making you cash, so here's what he likes. Santa Anita, that's where Amal's headed after the show. He likes in race one, he likes the 10. Roy C, 4-1 to one morning line. Santa Anita, the great race place. Jeff Siegel in race eight, he has the number three horse, Synthesis on top at five to two you can bet these races and more at first bet the preferred horse racing bet of v-sin first bet wants you to make sure that you're getting cash a thousand dollars up for grabs right now promo code vegas 1000 get ahead of the breeders cup coming up at that first weekend in november vegas 1000 as we get you back here on the lombardi line i'm patrick maher live from the v-sin studios here at the south point they say it's not an exciting week eight in college football. It's exciting if you make cash, so we're going to make some. Michael Lombardi getting situated there at the Borgata. In his stead, Amal Shaw hanging out with me, and uh, he was just hanging out with Femi for a couple. Of, and you know what? You're the real MVP. You're the most underrated, undervalued man here or woman at Visa. Your thoughts? I don't really have any. exactly. <laughs> now here's what I want. <laughs> here's what I want to do. I want to run the undefeated teams in college football as we start to get closer and a crystallization of that Final Four takes place. And I want you to give me your just it, not one word answer, but just give me a synopsis sure. on these undefeated teams. And I want to start with where we we left off, and that's Cincinnati. This is a team returned everybody on defense. Obviously, Ritter's still there. They're laying twenty nine at Navy today. Great defense. I think they could truly play with anyone in college football. I just don't know if they would be able to necessarily knock off an Alabama or Georgia, but they can play with pretty much anybody. Okay. Well, you just said Georgia. Let's go, Georgia. We talked about their defense, which you said you compared. You said it's the best since the 11 Alabama defense, which was dumb. I mean, excuse me. That's a synonym for awesome, uh, which was great. <laughs> Look at Matt laughing. Uh, your thoughts on Georgia. I guess the only question mark would be injuries on offense and the quarterback. Yeah, I apologize. I'm going to have to work, uh, keep up on my UrbanDictionary.com. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the, the reality of it is this defense, as I said, that 2011 defense that Alabama had is the greatest defense I've ever seen in college football about 35 to 40 years. And this Georgia defense at this point in time is actually pacing ahead of that. The one question mark I have, Patrick, is what happens when you play a team with a quarterback with a pulse 
And also, can the offense score enough points? Because to beat Bama, they're going to have to score at least 31 points. You're not going to slow down Alabama completely. They're too good, too talented. Offensive line receivers, Jamison Williams, arguably the best potential yes. transfer outside of Paul Walker going to Michigan State. Be, uh, Bryce Love has a pulse. Very much so has a pulse there at Alabama. Uh, 49 points. They've given up 49 points, Georgia, through seven games. Is that good? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, so that's Georgia one, Cincinnati two, Oklahoma. This Oklahoma is fascinating. If Oklahoma go wins today, they go seven and zero. That's the first time they've started a season seven and zero. I think in seventeen seasons, seventeen years. This does not feel like a six and zero team. Is 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 a weird is weird as that sounds. I know Caleb Williams now is everybody's favorite, but this is a six and zero team in Oklahoma. Let's go, Norman. What do you got? Well, look, you mentioned that, but I think the six, last six quarters have transformed this program. Good point. You know, Spencer Rattler, if you go back and see some of the comments about him coming out of high school out of Pinnacle Peak in the Phoenix area and now at Oklahoma, I don't think his teammates have a tremendous affinity for him. And that's been part of the problem. Caleb Williams seems like a guy that's been a little bit more embraced by not only his teammates, but Lincoln Riley. He brings a, di- a dimension in terms of running the football. It's completely different. I think the Sooners at 14-1 to are very much alive to win a national title. Nick Benito has been awesome for this team defense they've got to continue to make plays but the offense has been good enough to be able to beat anybody and kennedy brooks getting going he had over 200 last week He's outstanding you you take a look amal oklahoma's laying 39 at kansas this is strength on strength why do i say that oklahoma what are they seventh overall offensively in college football kansas is 126 overall <laughs> defensively this could get disgusting today I was looking forward to this matchup between Porter Mosier's team and uh, Bill's self. Should be a good one at the Fog. I knew you were going to say. I knew you were going to say that when you started because you got that stupid smile on your face. <laughs> Jesus, my man's taking jabs at me. I didn't realize I needed Kevlar in well, here today. Okay, big feet. Let's go. I'm just telling you, there are two stadiums. There are three stadiums I don't want to go to. The old Muni doesn't exist. Neyland Stadium in Knoxville because it's so steep. When you're in the first row at Neyland Stadium, you might as well be in an airplane. It's so high up in the sky there. And same thing with Death Valley. Okay. I'd like to welcome an architect to the show. <laughs> uh, Pat Fitzgerald. You feel like a Pat Fitzgerald guy. What's weird about his program in Northwestern, this happens where he'll peak Yes. One year, he drops down the next year. He peaks the following mm-hmm. year, and here comes Michigan. Uh, Michigan 6-0. and Give me a synopsis on the Wolverines. Uh, very good football team. And I, this is the first time I can recall, Patrick, that Michigan at number six has actually not been talked about. When was the last time you've ever seen the Wolverines not discussed at all? This team has been dominant defensively. Outside of the aberration in the second half against Nebraska, mm-hmm. they have absolutely stymied every offense they've faced thus far. I think they're going to do the same thing again today. They uh, they absolutely suffocate the Milecats today. You referenced Pat Fitzgerald and this team. I, look, give him credit for what he's been able to do there, and everyone points to the academic standards at Northwestern. You might have heard of a school in Palo Alto called Stanford. Mm-mm. They have similar credential requirements, if not far superior to that. They've got a top-five campus in Northwestern, in Chicago, in the Big Ten. This program should be consistent and better than they really are. There's a lot of things that would attract you to go to play at Northwestern. The one thing I would ask, though, is next time a recruit comes there to visit, ask them to bring a lawnmower and cut the damn grass there at uh, Welsh Ryan. They do, they, they do like to let that, it grow. Them and Jack Price, six-inch <laughs> yes, yes, Bring, bring your riding so, lawnmowers if you're going to the Oklahoma State-Iowa State game today. It, yes, and by the, your point is well taken about Michigan. That speaks to a bigger picture. First off, this has been a very, over the past couple of seasons, demure Harbaugh 
as far as he he's he has been completely muffled and the program itself when i was i'm 43 years old you're much older but when i was growing michigan was part of the conversation win or loss and now it's kind of like they're under the radar i think it's a perfect spot for him and Don Brown leaves defensively, who everybody jocks Don Brown, and he's whatever. Uh, Don Brown leaves, and their defense gets better, and that's been a big key for them, running it, the football as well with it, Haskins. It really has. Don Brown did a great job until last night when they had an illegal substitution on third down and five <laughs> against Washington. Give me a break. You can't win a game at U of A. Do you need to give the opponent five yards on third down and five when you've got an opportunity to get the football back? You know what Arizona loves to do? Turn the football over yes. as well. Shout the Jedfish. Right today, Northwestern at the Big House. Uh, 23 and a half. Big House underrated, overrated. From what perspective? It's a library. It's always been a library. The wine and cheese crowd doesn't get go. excited. That's a, what are you talking about? You're from Detroit. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't even sit there and try and deny it's it. It's a great place to go. You hit the golf course, and you have a couple of cocktails before going. Are you a golfer? You, you don't because you're drinking like Dasani water. <laughs> uh, smart water, by the way. I'm a golfer scratch. That's fine. Anywho, the reason I ask, he's a horseshoe guy. Those that don't know him, Mal Shaw went to Ohio State. I'm curious because I agree with you. I think the big house is overrated. The way, you know, you talked about some of the alliance, the, the topography of the stadiums yeah. in the SEC. Uh, the way Michigan just goes on endlessly out, yes. not up, it yes. makes it feel less intimidating. Absolutely right. Thank I think, you. Thank you. I know you should have stopped there when I, you said absolutely. No, I just right. want to say probably the best home field advantage in the Big Ten, though, is Penn State. I mean, when they have a whiteout, yeah. and it's just it's state colleges, it's gorgeous there. Okay, you talked about Michigan under the radar. How about a team that's going to be a dog? They're eighth in the country. Oklahoma State and Gun. This team's under the radar. Thoughts on a 6-0 and Oklahoma State team? Outstanding defense. Spencer Sanders got to stop turning the football over. Be more consistent when they've got an opportunity to score. Uh, but this defense has not given up more than 24 points to anybody so far this year, Patrick, and that's been the difference. I think they're going to be in a competitive game at Jack Trice. I think this is a 28-24, 24-20 type of game. I'm not sure who wins, but I like the Cowboys catching seven here. Mike Gundy's not getting enough credit, and they've had failures before going into Trice Stadium. I think it was on a Thursday night. They were a number two or a number That's one right. team in I the remember. country. Yep. They end up losing that game. Uh, this is an opportunity for Oklahoma State. When you look at their schedule, nobody's talking about them for the college football playoff, but Cowboy fans, you can actually fly out of OKC to the college football playoff if your team runs the table. Good point. Oklahoma State today catching seven in Ames, Iowa State. What's interesting, while you said that, it, it, it came to my attention. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, two teams known for defense all of a sudden if you think about it, now Caleb Williams is changing the narrative a little bit but I mean Oklahoma was abhorrent defensively for years and the defense offense had outpace and they turned it around defensively and Gundy's got a defensive team here yeah absolutely I didn't know I needed my dictionary this Saturday morning abhorrent Thank subterfuge you. I'll take that as a compliment thank you Sub it is subterfuge I, I that was I, a solid one I actually really liked that you one like that yeah that was good you can look it up I heard yes, Matt. I'm studying for the SATs. Get the hell out of here, uh, Michigan. How about Mr. Tucker? Tucker is Mel Tucker being talked about to LSU as well. I got a minute here. Michigan State seven and zero. We mentioned Walker potentially a Heisman. You know, here's the thing: if you look at it realistically with Michigan State's schedule, there's probably about 25 teams that could have played Sparty's schedule and be undefeated so far. I, I totally agree. I think Michigan State's completely overrated. Michigan State today. Uh, what's the number? Do you have it in front of you? I couldn't remember who Michigan State was playing there that bad. We'll get it. 
Uh, okay, six. They may be on a bye, actually. Uh, six, Michigan State. Yes, they're on a bye. Um, their next game is Saturday against Michigan. Wake Forest, 20 seconds. Very good team. Hartman's been unbelievable. Great coach. Clawson's a good great coach. Nick Skibia, one of the best kickers in college football. Can't stop anybody, but that delayed handoff that they do so effectively is unbelievable. Tremendous. Best team in the ACC? Pittsburgh. Wrong answer. You just talked about him. Wake Forest. We continue. Oh, God. Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, so I look over during the break, and Amal Shaw is reading the NBA betting guide that we've got here at VSIN. Strategies, best bets, in-depth analysis from the experts. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, he's a Chelsea fan. He loves the NBA. He did a great job with this. It's $9.99. How do you not have this guy to ride with you through the association season? Check it out. Amal's reading it as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Just a quick note, Michael Lombardi getting the technicality the situation there at the Borgata straightened away. He did not skip work. He had a very important dinner last night with essentially the cast of The Sopranos, but he is at work and he will be joining us. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. In his stead, Amal Shaw. Blessed to have Amal Shaw here. Not as blessed as we are to have our next guest. We go to Biloxi, Mississippi, the Beau Rivage. Oh boy, Carl Johnson. Hey Carl, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, look, I've been listening to you guys. You guys are fired up today. Going after it. I love it. <laughs> we are fired up. Speaking of fired, what happened to your boy Ed O, Coach O? Ed O's going fishing. He's, he's going to be going fishing. Uh, you know, it's just, look, it's just one of those things. It, uh, you know, he's about 25 years too late. Uh, you, you know, back in the Charlie McClendon era, you know, he could have went eight and three, seven and two, seven and four. I mean, and and he could have probably coached there for about twenty five years. But uh, you know, Saban changed all that when he came in uh, after a forty five year uh, pause in between national championships. And you know, you got to win there now. Uh, the the expectation is you got to win national championships. Who is that? Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter, by the way. Who, who you're, you're a great Twitter follow, Carl. I just want to say that. Who is at the top of your list? Who would you like to see LSU land as their next head coach? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, oh, speaking of Twitter, uh, I got to do a little shout-out to one of my big followers, Peter Pappas and his buddy, or somewhere out there drinking Budweiser early this morning. Appreciate you listening. Uh, but look, uh, uh, as, as far as my... Uh, 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 selection on the coach they're gonna lsu has always been a defense oriented program they've always went after coaches that had a defensive philosophy um you know i, I heard michael show the other day i would love to see lane kiffin get that job at lsu the only thing is one of the questions that's going to be asked to him is who are you going to bring on the defensive side of the football and that's key uh you know the Teams can win in the SEC without the best offense, but they can't win without the best defense. Saban proved that. And if you look back at his championships, you know, he's, you know in, in, in 11 and 12, he's got the 31-ranked total offensive team in the country, but he had the number one-ranked defense in the country. So that's going to be a popular question for Lane. 
Um, I'd love to see it because it changes what they've been going after. Um, and, and I like him. I like that dude. But, uh, you know, Lane's going to be up in there. You know, and LSU fans love Jimbo Fisher. Um, you know, I don't. He, he says he's happy at Texas A&M, but he said the same thing at Florida State. So um, I, I don't know. I, I just hope it's someone that can, uh, you know, win a national championship because that's what's going to be expected of them. Couple things there, Carlos in the mall shop. First of all, I don't think you guys want Jimbo. Let A and M pay that overbloated contract and let them go <laughs> nine and three every single year. But what about a name that I thought would come up a little bit down there in the bayou? Joe Brady. Tremendous success was really the key cog in what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were able to do. They end up being number one and number uh, five or four overall picks in their career. And I think Brady's a guy that people would respond to down there. Absolutely. The the the, the Cajuns down in South Louisiana and LSU. They absolutely love that guy. It was a, they didn't want to see him leave, and if he puts his name in the hat, uh, the, 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 he's going to have a lot of, lot, of, lot of people that are behind that name. Yes, absolutely. And I'd like to see that, too. Old boy, Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. Carl Johnson, who's the best? We love Carl. He's been a huge asset to the show. You can check him out. Go stop by the Beau Ravage and get an autograph. Okay, let's get into some of these numbers. Speaking of Ole Miss and your boy, the Lane Train. Here comes LSU, double-digit dogs, a straight-up winner on the field last week. The number, I'll give you eight right now. Where are you there at the Beau Rivage? Yeah, we opened at 11-76, and 76, and right now we're at 8-76 and 76 and a half. So, uh, and look, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I, you know, I've, I've heard a lot, of, a lot of smart people on both sides of this football game. I, me in particular... I like Ole Miss. I think I think uh, Michael's exactly right. I think this is a, a job interview, and I don't look for Lane to let up off the gas. I, I think they're going to absolutely put a bunch of points on the board this week. I mean, last year this game was what 53-48, and it was rainy, cold conditions. So this this is going to be a track meet, I believe, and uh, I, I like Ole Miss here. Carl, uh, I hear what you're saying. I like LSU catching the points, but I want to ask you more specifically about the Heisman Trophy. I think Matt Corral should be the front runner. 195 rushing yards. That's right. I said rushing yeah, it's yards. In Knoxville. Uh, yeah, on Rocky Top. Uh, he's been unbelievable. You know, in college football, it says most outstanding player. And to me, if you substitute C.J. Stroud, Matt Corral, a couple other players down in Alabama, they're still where they are. But I think if you take Matt Corral off of this team, we're talking about, hey, what's Lane Kiffin's buyout right now? <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of it. Matt, Matt Corral's been a difference maker for this program, another Southern California kid being a superstar in the SEC. I, I think he's got to get consideration. Where do you guys have him in terms of the odds right now? I have him slightly ahead of Bryce Young. Yeah, we're in the same spot, you know, and, uh, you know, he started to get uh, some pretty good momentum as far as uh, uh, the Heisman Award uh, being bet here. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's up there at the top. Uh, and he is a fantastic, uh, fantastic football player. He really is. Georgia, let's discuss them. How about them Bulldogs? Uh, Georgia, now, first off, is that we, Mamal said 2011 Bama. Is this one of the better defenses you've, I, this is one of the better defenses we've seen. They've given up, what, 49 points in seven weeks. Yeah, I mean, overall, they're the number one defense in the country, and that's, that's what it takes to win in the SEC, and that's what it takes to win national championships. Uh, you know, if you just go back down the list of, of uh, you know, the last 10 years, say since 2010, 
Uh, I, I mean, teams didn't have to necessarily have the best offense, but they had a highly ranked defense. And uh, I, me personally, I, I've been you, you know I've been talking about Georgia all year long. I, I don't see any. I don't see it, that something's going to have to terribly happen for these guys not to win at all. I believe. Yep, Carl. If you're Kirby Smart, do you start JT Daniels or do you go with the Cologne Stetson Bennett? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, 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 I mean, they, Stetson's done a heck of a job. I mean, uh, so it, you know, it's a t- I, I, you know, personally, I think they can win on just defense. You know, their their offense just has to be okay. Uh, and if their defense plays like it is, they're going to be in a lot of ball games. So. Uh, I mean, they're both good quarterbacks. I, you know, I, I, I say go with Stetson personally. Okay, Carl. So Amal and I were discussing. We're going to see Alabama, Georgia in Atlanta for the SEC championship today. Bama hosts Tennessee. I got a number opening twenty-seven and a half down to twenty-five-ish. Is that where you are there at the Beau Rivage? Yeah, we opened at twenty-seven and a half and sixty-seven and a half. And uh, we're at uh, 25 and 68 now, yeah. Yeah, they're taking the points a little bit, huh? Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of points in this one. Not sure if Hendon Hooker's going to go for Tennessee. When you look at Tennessee with Josh Heupel there, the offense has obviously been far improved. Do you think the program is taking a step in the right direction where they could become potentially the second team in the SEC East behind Georgia? Because we know right now there's separation between Georgia and everybody else, and number two would probably be Florida. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think you're exactly right. They have they have made that progression this year. Uh, you know, offensively they're they're just wonderful, phenomenal. So when they get things tightened up on the defensive side of the football, you know that that team's going to really compete. Yeah. All right, Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter, a must follow. Carl Johnson, stop by the Bull Ravage, the best spot in the Bayou to sit around and have a drink. Did you do you have the goblet with you today? I do. Let's I mean, see. Let's Here. take a look. That's yeah. a that's there's, fine crystal right there, Amal Shaw. It's the Southern Goblet. Hey, and look. Yeah. I I I seen a picture of uh, my boy Berman today, and I, I I realized that we have another thing in common with Berman. What's we that? We both have the cul-de-sac. <laughs> that's my line. I love that line. The cul-de-sac. <laughs> the cul-de-sac. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, I love the guy. By, by, by the way, you know how I knew Carl was an important guy? Because hmm. he's got about a $50,000 photocopier behind him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it looks like something you got from NASA, Carl. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Man, we run, we, we run a lot of trees through this thing. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you do. Carl Johnson, have a great Saturday down at the Beau Rivage. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank right. you. And by the way, just to answer your question yeah. about the SEC East, it's called South Carolina. Look them up. Gamecocks, ever heard of them? Have not. Williams Bryce, great place to see a game. Our former quarterback here at South Carolina. That's why we're talking about him. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have you seen a game at South Carolina, Williams Bryce? I have not seen a game there. Okay, I'd love to take you as long as you stay awake for it. We continue college football week eight. Thank you to Carl Johnson right here. It is the Lombardi line presented by. Pet MGM. I nailed it. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. King of Sportsbooks, Brent. That's right. BetMGM, it's the best time to sign up right now because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. You bet a dollar, you win 100. It's free. Trust me, you're going to hit it. Register using the code VSIN100, VSIN100, and win $100 in free bets today when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores. The hundred bucks is yours. 
BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Remember, when you go there, use the bonus code VSIN, V-S-I-N, 100. So we get you back here, Week 8 College Football. I'm Patrick Maher. Michael Lombardi is going to join us in 13 minutes. Look forward to seeing the big guy for the first time today. Amal Shaw hanging out. I just wanted to clarify something you said, because I believe, I agree with you as far as Corral and how good he's been. When you talk about the fact that he ran for what at Knoxville, he rushed attempts 30, 198 yards on the ground. Altmeyer is the true freshman. He's a pocket passer. Today, if he has to play, it's really going to accentuate the value of Matt Corral. Absolutely right. I mean, you'll realize how valuable Matt Corral is and what he's able to do. Uh, if Luke plays here, I think they're in some serious trouble in this matchup. Okay, here comes Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the pod. Good job, Amal Shaw. Hey, Josh, how are you? First off, all the podcasts, all the shows, vcin.com slash podcast. He is, uh, I, I would imagine, hungover today and depressed because <laughs> dirty water and ain't so dirty. Your Red Sox lose. Sorry, Josh. Disappointing. Patrick, I'm all great to be with you. And yeah, the bats went completely silent here, Patrick. I went to game three. You're putting up a million runs. After that, Red Sox, I think, scored like three runs the last three games. So uh, again, we're, we're on to the Bruins, we're on to the Celtics, we're on to the Patriots here in New England, Patrick. But uh, one theme today, which has really caught my eye and which has, has a bunch of system matches, is this really fishy uh, situation when you have unranked favorites versus ranked opponents. So when we're betting college football and, and, and college basketball, the public really, really gets fixated on rankings. And again, it's just this little number, a one-digit number, two-digit number next to a team where if you have a ranked uh, number next to you, public automatically is biased toward wanting to bet you. It makes total sense. You're ranked. It means you're a good team. Therefore, theoretically, you should win. You should cover. But oftentimes, the public overvalues these rankings and sometimes can fall into sticky situations. So uh, today we have an interesting day where there are four unranked favorites versus ranked opponents. We're looking at Iowa State, minus seven, against number eight, Oklahoma State. Wisconsin, minus three and a half, against number 25, Purdue. Air Force, minus three, versus number 22, San Diego State. And UCLA, minus one, against number 10, Oregon. So the whole thought process here, guys, uh, is really buying low on these unranked favorites versus ranked teams. It looks like, you know, the odds makers, what are they doing? They're, they're crazy throwing out uh, situations where a ranked team is getting points. The public says, you're the better team and you're a dog. I will take you all day. But actually buying low on these unranked favorites has been profitable. If you look at the last uh, five years here, unranked favorites versus ranked opponents, 40 and 32 against the spread, 56% ATS. So the whole point is looking for these fishy lines and actually going to the fishy side of it. Because, uh, again, if it looks too good to be true, typically more often than not, it is. So the first one that caught my eye, guys, was Iowa State here. You have two teams, Oklahoma State 6-0, and undefeated. They just rolled against Texas, 32-24, uh, went outright as a three-and-a-half-point road dog. Uh, and, again, ranked eighth in the country. Then you look at Iowa State unranked but they're four and two three and three ats they've won two straight you just beat k-state 33 20 cover the six and a half here what's well, really interesting to me in this game guys public is loading up on oklahoma state this is one of the most heavily bet most lopsided plays of the afternoon slate and really everyone's saying odds makers you're crazy you're giving me seven points with a ranked team take that all day but here's the thing guys this line actually opened iowa state around minus six and a half you've seen it tick up to minus seven even though a vast majority of bets are on oklahoma state so this is a situation to me, guys, where uh, typically odds makers, they want to balance their action theoretically 50-50 both sides. That way they can mitigate their risk and just rake in the juice. But really, odds makers will take a position on a game if they feel like it's the sharp side. So even though you have all this betting, OK State, the odds makers are unwilling to drop this down to six or five or move it toward OK State. They're staying where they're at or even moving further toward Iowa State. This is a fishy number. It looks to me like Iowa State is a very uh, sneaky, sharp play with a low bet ticket count but a big majority of dollars here.
Josh, you mentioned the four games that are there today. Three of them are home teams. How much of a team being at home or being on the road is a factor in this one? Because the one we have in the aberration is Wisconsin, road favored in West Lafayette against the Boilermakers. Yeah, it's a great point by you, uh, Amal, here. So looking at these unranked teams versus ranked opponents, they're pretty good this year in general, 58% ATS. But that Wisconsin one in particular is really perplexing, Amal, because you look at the Wisconsin team. I think when you're betting college football or, or any sport in general, you remember terrible losses, and you kind of seem to hold it against teams sometimes. So Wisconsin, remember we did a couple Lombardi line shows where uh, they were a big favorite there, uh, you know, against a couple good teams, Notre Dame, Michigan, and they lost outright. So I think there's a lot of kind of angst Wisconsin they don't cover so there's kind of a bias against them but i like well this one guys is the movement toward wisconsin you know everyone's loading up on purdue about three out of four bets saying purdue you're ranked 25th what lately a huge iowa 24 to 7 uh iowa then was ranked number two and they were 11 and a half point dog purdue they went outright so everyone kind of remembers that and they remember that wisconsin but here's the thing everyone's loading up on purdue saying this is an easy easy play ranked team getting points at home take it all day but guys, this open Wisconsin minus two and a half got up to minus three. And when it got to minus three uh, with the key number there, I was saying, okay, they'll be buy back on Purdue, bring it back down to two and a half. But that didn't happen. It's now up to minus three and a half. Looking at the line with some respected money on Wisconsin here, even though it doesn't look uh, like like a very smart play, there's movement toward Wisconsin. I think what you're what you're leaning on is great. Uh, great rushing defense for Wisconsin. Can they hold them down? But this is another fishy one. But yet the whole point of my segment here is that if it looks too good to be true and looks obvious, oftentimes that can be a dangerous situation. Uh, great point. I want to get both your take on this as uh, Josh Applebaum joins here. Lombardi line. Michael's coming up in just about nine minutes. Amal Shaw is here as well. Let's talk about San Diego State. 22nd ranked team in the country. The Aztecs here. Air Force. Air Force is the deserved favorite. They're a quiet 6-1. and one. They go on the road. They beat Boise State last week. You don't often see. Josh, I'll start with you to set the number and get Amal's take on this. Lucas Johnson's going to be the quarterback now for San Diego State. You don't often see a quarterback change for an undefeated team. But, of course, Lucas Johnson threw the game-winning touchdown last week against San Diego State. He's going to be in for San Diego State, which is interesting with a quarterback change and an undefeated team. Where do you got, what do you got on the number? And then I want to get Amal's take on the game as well. Yeah, excited to get a mall's take on this one, Patrick. You know, this would be another unranked favorite versus ranked opponent. It's a fishy line you want to buy into. But this is one that's a little different from those other ones. You know, you have the line going to Ohio, uh, Iowa State. You have the line going toward Wisconsin. This line has actually dipped a little bit. And if you want to buy into this fishy spot, uh, you're actually getting a better number now in Air Force. Now, why are you getting a better number? It looks like there was a little San Diego State money coming in. At one point, Air Force was at minus four and a half. They're now down to minus three. That may be your low water mark. You know, we'll see if it maybe ticks back up here. But the intriguing thing to me, guys, uh, is really your number one rush defense with San Diego State in the country, only giving up 61 yards a game. But Air Force is the number one rush offense in the country. That, as Amal talked about, these military academies running the ball, they're averaging 336 rushing yards a game. By far, I think the only team in the country averaging over 300. So at this point, you, you know, you're getting this uh, home unranked team versus, uh, versus ranked opponent, 25 and 18 ATS, 58% this year. But the thing is, you know, there was some San Diego State money, but I actually almost like this better 
because now you're getting a better number on Air Force, even though uh, the public is on San Diego State. So I'd blow watermark the minus three and lay it there. But Amal, what are your thoughts on this game? I agree with you completely. I love Air Force here. This is my top play of the weekend. This team, Roberts has been tremendous running the football, Patrick, for this Air Force team. They will take one to five shots a game, and they got to connect on just one or two of those a game, and they've got a chance. You mentioned in terms of San Diego State changing for Brookshire, who has been absolutely offensive to that offense in he terms of been, trying to yes. throw the football. You've got the Georgia Tech transfer in there uh, playing uh, was, uh, Lucas Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Lucas Johnson in there. So I think he'll be effective enough, but I don't think this team defensively, guys, is as good as Brady Hoke's defenses were. I think they're a solid team. And also, when you look a little bit more at San Diego State, they've got that number one rush defense. But they've played New Mexico State, Arizona, who's who has not won a game this year, Utah solid team, obviously, Towson, New Mexico, and San Jose State, who really should have won that game against San Diego State. They tried a long field goal at the end of regulation, should have been a little bit more aggressive. I don't know when these college coaches are going to learn. Stop relying on 40-plus yard field goals to win games. Air Force covers. They, yeah, absolutely. Okay. A team that Amal is familiar with would be Oregon. We should discuss Oregon's at UCLA. He's he, look at he's he's doing me a favor, and I'm still clowning him. Anyway, Josh, set up the number Oregon UCLA today. Yeah, so this Patrick will be your last match here with this unranked favorite versus ranked opponents. So you look at Oregon, uh, ranked tenth in the country, five and one straight up, but one and five ATS. They really haven't covered a lot of numbers. Uh, beat Cal last week, twenty four seventeen, but they were thirteen half point favorite in that game. Did not cover that number. Look at UCLA. It's their best year under Chip Kelly, 5-2, and two, straight up, 5-2 and two ATS. Just beat Washington 24-17. They're a one-and-a-half-point dog in that game. But you're looking at this one, guys. Opens at pretty much a pick -em. At one point, it got up to uh, UCLA at around, like, minus two. One book might have even popped to two-and-a-half. You're now back down to around minus one. But what I like about this one is pretty much all liability movement has been toward UCLA, even though Oregon is getting a slight majority of bets and is the ranked team. Uh, according to BetMGM, uh, Oregon's getting 53% of bets, so a slight majority of the betting public, but only 41% of the money. So that's one of those low bets, higher dollar, which would actually be in favor of UCLA, uh, getting only 47% of bets, but almost uh, but almost 50% uh, of money or 60% of money. That would be definitely something to keep an eye out for. But guys, anytime I'm looking at these spots and I'm, I'm on uh, UCLA here as kind of a fishy line, you know, why is Oregon getting a point if they're the ranked team and UCLA isn't? I like to look at money line spots here. Lay a 115. Don't worry about a one-point win and push. I look at the money line with UCLA. Bruins. I'm indebted to you, my friend. Amal Shaw is the best. Amal Shaw won on Twitter. Josh is the best as well. The best of the best, though. Michael Lombardi coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.